You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, how many games do we have to do here? Let's see. Yeah, we got a bunch. Like uh, seven, before we get to the All right. Before we get to the Panthers and Dolphins, Ken, you had another note on the Browns Niners game on Sunday you wanted to get to. Yeah, this is just from a I swear to God, the guy's name is Jack Hammer. He covers the Niners for a the Santa Rosa Press Democrat. I just thought this was interesting. I just this is call this the bucket of cold water if you're like the Niners win and cover no matter what. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has faced Jim Schwartz nine times as either an offensive coordinator or a head coach. Shanahan, uh, Jim Schwartz is the defensive coordinator for the Browns, for people who didn't know. Uh, Shanahan is one and eight in those matchups, and his offense has scored more than 20 points just one time in those nine games. Uh, when Shanahan was the Falcons OC in 16, when they were really good, they averaged 34 points in the first nine games, and then they scored 15 against Schwartz and the Eagles, and it was the only time that season they were even held under three touchdowns in the game. So just like maybe maybe the Niners cover every number and this is a huge blowout or it's like kind of a dicey game Niners get a field goal whatever also the weather could be bad just like the time to jam all the stuff was like Tuesday and now like that's done and you might be better off just like saying okay like the Niners are a big favorite that's good enough if I had to bet into this market right now I would probably only bet the under with PJ Walker and then everything I just read you about how good the Browns defense is and that stuff. Like maybe this total actually isn't low enough, but the side, like I'm way good on right now. All right, well, so here's the follow-up question. If we get to Sunday and the point spread is 10, do you want to do anything? Like, would you bet Cleveland at 10? Like what number do you need to bet the Browns? I don't don't know what an adjustment to PJ Walker should look like. Like he doesn't play very much. He's very terrible. I, I don't even know what an adjustment should be. I'd rather just bet no one scores. Like, I'd rather bet that than, like, whether whether they lose by seven, lose by ten, lose by three, whatever. I don't know. Those seem to be a pretty solid strategy. All right, we move on now to South Beach, where the Dolphins back up to a 14-point, a full two-touchdown favorite at home against Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. The total here, 47.5 for Carolina. I think this is, like, good news for the Panthers. Miles Sanders has been ruled out of this game. Not that, like, he's not good, but he's not. Um, He's not been 100%. They've got nothing going in the run game. Chuba Hubbard will be the primary running back this weekend for the Carolina Panthers. Safety, Von Bell is out. Not great going up against Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, and the Miami Dolphins defense. We're going to have to make sure we're watching out for Brian Burns and Derek Brown, two of the better players on the Panthers defense. Both practiced in full today on Friday. Both listed as questionable. Probably both on track to play based on the Friday practices. We'll talk about this more coming up on Sunday. Uh, The big news for Miami here is that running back Jeff Wilson who is activated like like it's going to be activated off IR at some point in the near future he's listed as doubtful meaning that he's you know doubtful to play which would mean it'll be Raheem Mostert as Miami's number one running back remember A-chan on, on IR and then it'll be Salvan Ahmed and likely undrafted rookie running back Chris Brooks 
We'll talk more about the situation in detail coming up on Sunday. But Ken, side and total handicap, please, for the Dolphins and the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, all week, this has just been uh, a market that's really uninteresting to me, like compares similarly to Miami and the Giants last week, which was kind of moving on both sides of that number, about 14, and uh, and the total landed almost exactly on the number. And now we get the same market for a similar type matchup, and I just don't think there's anything going on. Uh, I think it plays out very similarly to the Giants game. Maybe Carolina backdoors, maybe they don't, but that's kind of what we're talking about. Uh, I could be an idiot here and on Moron Island. It's very possible. It wouldn't be the first time and won't be the last. I think Carolina will keep this game a little friskier than people expect. They're not going to win. I'm not suggesting that. But I do think with what I saw last week from Bryce Young, they're going to hashtag simplify things this week. I think the Panthers' offense will be functional in this game. Now, look, maybe that means they get, they lose 49-20, right, and still don't cover the spread. I'll take a shot here, and I'll take the 14 points with Bryce Young and Carolina. I like the over in the game as well. So Panthers and the over for me, what could possibly go wrong. Panthers and the over for me on Sunday in South Beach. We move on to the Colts and the Jaguars in Duval with Jacksonville in between uh, in between four and four and a half. So 4.25 against Indy and Gardner Minshew. Total in the game is 44. So Anthony Richardson on IR. Gardner Minshew starts this week and for the foreseeable future for the Colts. Um, it does look like Indy will get back their center uh, Ryan Kelly. Um, Shane Steichen saying as much on Friday. For Jacksonville wide receiver Zay Jones is out so this is going to be Ridley and Kirk on the outside. They should torch Indianapolis's perimeter uh, cornerbacks. Uh, offensive lineman Walker Little out for Jacksonville. He was hurt in the London win against Buffalo. He's been good so far this year for the Jaguars. Ken Betts for the Jaguars and the Colts please. Don't think I'm going to have anything here. Uh, I know it's like Minshew, so m maybe you like Jacksonville a little bit because they beat Buffalo last week. Maybe they're kind of turning into something different. Uh, we all saw that game, and and this number like absolutely factors in a lot of that stuff. I think this market's just fine, honestly. Uh, I was trying to think about the number I would need to take Jacksonville, and I don't even think it's four. I think it needs to be less than that for me to bet the Jags, so maybe we get that on Sunday. I don't think that's likely, but uh, unlikely I will have a bet in this game. Uh, I laid four with the Jaguars. I don't really have interest in four and a half. I made that bet with Jacksonville. I think they're the better team, and I think that they're going to like, I think it's a big game for Lawrence throwing the football, and I don't think it'll be a big game for Gardner Minshew against this good Jaguars defense. So give me the Jaguars, but four is the number that I laid. That's the number that I want. Uh, we'll move on to Houston, where the Texans, without Tank Dell, ruled out with a concussion, so Tank Dell is out for Houston. They are one-and-a-half-point home dogs against the New Orleans Saints, so New Orleans favored. The total in the game is 42-and-a-half. Let's see, any other injury stuff we got here? Jawan Johnson is out for New Orleans, so it'll be Foster Moreau and Jimmy Graham at tight end. We'll have an anytime touchdown bet in that market for sure coming up on Sunday. Robert Woods is going to be good to go for the Texans. Full practice today, listed as questionable. He should be good to play, and Noah Brown will play in this game for Houston. Remember, he played in week one ahead of Tank Dell, won on IR after that game, and that was the start of Tank Dell being in the lineup for the Texans. Noah Brown returns this week for Houston, complicating things in that receiving group with Tank Dell out, Ken, with a concussion. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a game that I do have a bet in, though, uh, and I really, really like the under. Uh, there are two unders I really like. Actually, there's three totals that I really like this week. Uh, Washington, Atlanta over, I like a little bit. I like the under in this game a lot. Uh, I know we, we love C.J. Stroud. We kind of gush over his numbers, the streak without an interception. The Texans are still an absolutely brutal red zone team this year. As good as Stroud has been, they get inside the 20, and it's just like 
actually terrible. They're a bottom five team in the league in that category. Uh, and you might be like, oh, bottom five team. Who are some of the other teams? Uh, I'll tell you one of them. It's uh, the Saints, who are also one of the worst red zone teams in the entire NFL. Uh, a ton of settling for field goals, what I expect in this game. The Saints defense has been excellent, especially at limiting opposing uh, red zone opportunities. So I think it's just like a lot of clunky 20 to 20 kind of stuff. Not a lot of scoring. Uh, love the under in the game. One of my favorite bets. Um, I just want to like correct something I said, because I thought I saw that Tank Dell was out. And he's listed, he practiced on Friday in a limited fashion, but he has not yet cleared concussion protocol. So Dell is listed as, yeah, he's listed as questionable. So we may see Tank Dell playing in this game. I think it's unlikely. We should actually find out more tomorrow, but I do need to amend what I said. That's a mistake on my part. Dell has not been ruled out yet. He is listed as questionable for the Houston Texans. I doubt he's going to play. Hasn't cleared protocol yet, but again, he has not been ruled out. I misspoke. Um, I will tease the Texans up with the Washington Commanders is how I'm playing this game and how I'm playing the Commanders and the Falcons. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday going through all the games week six here in the National Football League. And Ken, we move to Las Vegas where the Raiders host the New England Patriots. And what's the point spread in this game right now, Ken? Two and a half. Well, it's it's a, it's a it's it's three, but used big time here Juice towards three. the Patriots. So so basically two and a half. Uh, Raiders favored. The total is forty one and a half. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster ruled out for New England. Who cares? Stinks. Uh, Demario Douglas is out with his concussion. I actually think that matters a little bit. And then the Patriots do that thing where they list half the roster as questionable, which was cute when Tom Brady was playing. Now nothing they do is cute because they're awful. Um, and for the Raiders, not much of note going on here, Ken. So your thoughts here on the Raiders and the Pats? Yeah. Uh, I mean, did anybody watch the Patriots-Saints game where we had the under? That was great. Uh, did anybody watch the Raiders-Packers game? Uh, this is going to be like the biggest slog. Oh, also, by the way, the coaching staffs know each other really well and know tendencies and like no one's playing on offense for the Patriots. I just... Like, I love the under in this game. I think it's great. Uh, these are like two of the five worst offenses. These are two of the five worst third down offenses. I think you're going to see a ton of punts. Um, honestly, like, I think this game's going to stink, and I love the under. I, in terms of the side, everybody we've had on this week likes the Patriots, and like, I kind of get it like Raiders by three. And I even kind of try to talk myself into it early in the week. Just like, why? Like, why would I make that? Like, this is just, it's just, I like so many other things more than thinking about this game and the Patriots. Like, let them show us something before we like immediately hop back in and bet them basically where they almost have to win a game in order to cover bet on the road, by the way, against a team that definitely has more talent than them. So just the under for me here. And I really like it. Um, hashtag, how about hashtag totals work? Yeah. Totals Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, five more days. Four more days. I'll be on the under. I'll be on the under also. Here's the question I want to ask myself. It's not like, hey, do I need to take the Patriots at plus three? It's do I need to lay the Raiders at two and a half? Two and a half. If that's going to mm. be the number on Sunday, I actually think the answer to that question is yes. But we, we'll get there on Sunday if and when the uh, the opportunity presents itself. So for me, it's not do I want to take the Patriots. It's do I want to lay the Raiders, depending on the price. And I will back Ken up on the under. Love that. I think the first digit needs to be a three. All right. Let's go to the Cardinals and the Rams on Sunday in Los Angeles, where the Rams are a touchdown favorite. So the Rams a full touchdown favorite here against Arizona. The total here is 48 and a half. I am on my phone for people that can see because Alex has sent me a full injury report with a million names on it here. Uh, so let's see what we got. Hollywood Brown listed as questionable for Arizona, but practiced in a limited fashion the last two days. He's dealing with an illness. He'll, he'll be good to play. Uh, that's pretty much the only thing that's noteworthy here for Arizona. 
And for the Rams, like, I could list names. I know who they are. Nobody else does. Who cares? Uh, okay, so Rams and Cardinals. L.A. favored by a touchdown, 48.5 the total. Yeah, I uh, had the same opinion of this game the whole week on the total. Uh, anything under 50, love the over. Um, this is, I uh, loved the Cardinals over last week with the Bengals. Uh, no different. Uh, Cardinals obviously played kind of a, a clunky week one game against Washington. Uh, since then, uh, 59 with them and the Giants. Uh, they scored 28 on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys couldn't score in the red zone at all, so that landed 44. 51 against the Niners, 54 against the Bengals. And now here's the Rams, who are like an all-offense, no-defense team, the way their statistics are setting up. Uh, I think you, you have the chance for like a huge shootout here. So I've always liked the over in the game. That hasn't changed. Uh, I'll be playing Cooper Cup ladders in this game. We'll be climbing. We'll be doing some rungs. Uh, look at what Jamar Chase did. Look at what Daniel Jones was able to do generating explosive plays. Look what the Niners were able to do. Really, like Cooper Cup can't do that. You can't have like 100, 150 yards in this game. Of course you can. Uh, so like that in this game also. Uh, and then really close to betting the Cardinals actually too. Uh, remember we did the college football segment. Uh, terrible defense laying a big number. Usually a really bad idea. And that's what the Rams are this year. Uh, could definitely see a ton of scoring. Tough for the Rams, I think, to hold a large lead in this game would be my guess. So I kind of want to see if this goes to seven and a half. It's only been going up toward the Rams. So just not sure we're done. Uh, but if it's seven on Sunday, probably will bet the Cardinals. Would never bet the Rams at this number. Love the over. Love Cup to have a great game. That will cause his comeback player of the year odds to plummet even more. So what you're saying is the Rams can take the lead. They just can't hold the lead. Is what mm. we will see potentially on Sunday. Uh, yeah, what's, what's the deal with the Arizona Cardinals? The deal is uh, I'm going to bet them plus seven also. And I'll bet the over in the game also. Uh, I'll do some cup ladders, but I'm, I'm thinking that this is going to be like WrestleMania 17. Dudley's, Edging Christian, and the Hardys. Multiple ladders in the ring at the same time. Oh, what's what's that? Oh, it's it's oh it's Cooper Cup reaching for the belt. Oh, but 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 who's just coming to my picture? Is that <laughs> Puka Nakua? And then oh, is that is that is that is that diminutive Spike Dudley? No, it's two two Atwell. We might get multiple ladders coming up for the Rams and the Cardinals over in the game. And I agree 100% said it a couple days ago. Cardinals has to be seven, but Cardinals as well as the side. All right, Eagles and the Jets in the Jersey Meadowlands. This number has come off seven. It's because of the injury report today for Philadelphia. Eagles six and a half. Total is, uh, is 41. Jalen Carter out for Philadelphia, the current favorite for Defensive Rookie of the Year. So, two out is Darius Slay. So, their best cornerback and maybe their best defensive tackle. Jalen Carter and Darius Slay both out. Quez Watkins is also out. What does that bring into focus? Olamide Zacchaeus potentially in the anytime touchdown market. We'll talk about that on Sunday. For the Jets, DJ Reed remains out with his concussion. That's bad news because DJ Reed's like a really good second cornerback. Um, Sauce Gardner added to the injury report today with an illness. Didn't practice today. We need to monitor that for the weekend. Because if like if Sauce and DJ Reed are both out, like AJ, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith are both going nuts in this game. Uh, but we'll talk about that coming up on Sunday when we have more info. Ken, thoughts and bets, Eagles and Jets. Yeah, the Eagles injury report, certainly uh, really dicey, but so is the Jets injury report. Uh, early in the week, I said I, I kind of liked the over in this game, and if we're going to have this set of defensive injuries, Carter, Slay out, Sauce may not play, DJ Reed definitely out, 41 like, I, I mean, I, the Jets can yell about how they have a great defense all they want. They're 15th in DVOA. They're one of the worst third down defenses in the entire NFL. 
and now they have players potentially out for the game. What is great defense? Really? Where? In what game? And against this, against the Eagles offense? Really? Uh, could see way more scoring than the market expects here. Uh, like the over side, let's like, let's wait to see if sauce is playing, I guess. I actually still kind of like the Eagles, whether he plays or not, but definitely like the over. Maybe we'll do side on Sunday. Uh, I've, I've got the Eagles already. I laid six earlier in the week. Uh, I, I think I'm with you here that I would still only, I don't, I would never bet that. I would need more than like seven and a half to bet the Jets. So yeah. this is, we're still in half. an Eagles or nothing. Seven and a half. In an Eagles or nothing territory. I, I did say a number of times this week that I like the under in the game. But like Ken's right. If this is what it's going to be and reads out, we thought he was playing. Sauce might not play now. We'll see it coming up on Sunday. And then Carter and Slayer both out. Tough for me to like the under if that's going to be the case. So, again, more more to come on Sunday. On the other side, bets of steel, league championship thoughts in Major League Baseball, and we'll hit the Lions and the Bucks and the Giants and the Bills to wrap up the cap for week number six. <laughs> 